Captain's Log Supplemental. The shuttlecraft containing Mr. Seraph, Mr. Drake, and our special guest has returned to the shuttle bay. Mr. Seraph has managed to subdue the entity and he has surrendered to Mr. Locke and his security team and is now being taken to the brink. With the immediate danger past, it's now time to find out who or what this person is and more importantly, what they want. Well, Mr. Gill, it seems our pleasant uh, foray has ended as many of our other adventures have. Unfortunately, even if we could take any kind of vacation, work still is work. And when it rains, it pours. (laughs) I am curious to know how this entity managed to sneak onto our shuttlecraft and evade all of our senses. Yes, that's, that makes no sense to me as well, Captain. Uh, we will have to... Well, an interrogation isn't necessarily something that I would like to go through, but questioning for sure. Yes. We'll wait for Mr. Locke to return to the bridge before we do any sort of questioning, I think. Yes. We must ascertain as to see if there is any rogue element, something more dangerous that may have... that we may have accidentally given some kind of clearance or attention to by docking here in the first place. Maybe more so than we had expected. Alright, so yes, to Seraph, I similarly, I'm assuming, Chris, I don't put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming he would have sort of followed down the ramp behind this Yes, and uh, Seraph stopped, stopped at the bottom of the ramp at the entrance right. into the shuttlecraft as Locke continued to escort with his security crew our unexpected guest out of the shuttle bay. Indeed. Hello, so Commander. Then, uh... Can I help you with something? Mm. Mirren walking up, very confused yes. and obviously looking like, what the hell just happened? Uh, yes. Seraph, do you have any idea who that is, or can you fill me in on what just happened? So in-game, Seraph's uh, uniform is a little bit torn and ragged around <laughs> the edges from his brief tussle yeah. with the uh, alien entity inside the close confines of the shuttlecraft, lots of sharp edges that things have gotten uh, torn against, and Seraph himself maybe bears some bruises or stripes from various blows that are even now reddening or turning purple. Uh, Seraph turns to Mirren. Just a minor altercation. Minor, you say? I've never seen you... uh quite so I don't know what the word I'm looking for is roughed up from a minor altercation ah well that is because we don't do not have many minor altercations it seems to be either business as usual or everything going to hell with little in between that is an exceptional point do we have any idea who this is though and why he's targeting Voyager. At the moment, I have little information about him. However, I suspect that he is seeking asylum of some sort from the Hirogen. It seems that they believe him to be a criminal. And, while that may be no concern of ours. I suspect that anyone that the Hirogen are not 
friendly with may well be someone we wish to know better. Hmm. What would a Herodian criminal even look like? Uh, never mind. Uh, I take it that you are going to be okay, at least? I am. Thank you for your concern. Um, what about Drake? Where is he? Uh, Seraph looks back into the shuttlecraft and uh, then looks back towards Mirren. I believe that Drake suffered a minor blow to the head when we were struggling in the midst of the shuttlecraft. Perhaps you can assist him to sickbay. All right, I'll do that. Very good. So Mirren stops about halfway up the ramp, like completely pauses, pulls out a long sheet of paper, and Seraph, being the rather perceptive one of the group, would notice him writing down helmets somewhere along the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're continuing. Yeah, I'll bring this up at the next staff meeting. Seraph raises his <laughs> eyebrow a fraction of a degree and then nods and walks away. Back, <laughs> back towards the bridge. All right, perfect. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we can safely assume that... Uh, Locke and his uh, team have managed to make uh, take our guest to the brig. Yeah. Uh, he's said nothing unless you've asked him something specific. And he's offered nothing in the way of sudden movements or resistance. And you toss him in a cell and, not literally, put him in a cell and raise the mm -hmm. force field. And he sort of just sits on the little bed and just yep. sort of stares at the, at the so, floor. So standard procedure, yeah. I leave um, to... Two security outside of the actual bring cell itself, and then another two outside of the door. As I yep. go to the bridge, or yeah, as I go to the bridge, to <laughs> from the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, but, uh, uh, so, so this gentleman, he looks Horogen, yes. He looks kind of like a Horogen, but not quite. He's not quite the right color, and he's not quite the right stature. Would would it would it be the equivalent of like like somebody who's an albino type of idea? Uh, no, actually, he's darker because the um okay. the Herogen are sort of a green, like right. a very fatigued green. He's more of a like he's like almost uh like a black sort of greenish. Okay, so then uh Gil and Quinn awaiting um Locke on the bridge. That probably, that's what probably would have happened while Mirren and Seraph are talking, so Seraph's probably not at the bridge yet. Uh, Locke's the first one to make him back then. And as soon as Locke's on the, on, on, on station, as it were, uh, Quinn gets, rises out of his chair and faces you. Well, Mr. Locke? Uh, Captain, I believe we should, uh, discuss this privately, perhaps with, uh, skeleton crew of the senior staff. Very well. Gail, Locke, ready room. Understood. Um, Mr. Locke, is this that serious? Not too sure yet, but hmm. uh, I think I may have some information that we don't know about yet. Hmm. Uh, Gil nods to the captain and to Locke and then heads towards the ready room. Mr. Harlock, you have the bridge until Mr. Seraph arrives. Okay, so you walk into the ready room. Quinn uh, relaxes himself in his, uh, his chair and uh, stares expectantly at Locke. Well, Captain, to uh, keep this pretty succinct for you, the encounter I had with the Herogen on the space station 
Not too sure what of it you know so far. Well, Captain, when the Hirogen entered the bar, everybody vacated, but they requested us to stay. Um, mm-hmm. After sharing what I guess was their equivalent of a drink, they proceeded to show me a image of what they considered to be a fugitive or criminal. And the person we now have in the brig is that criminal that they are searching for. A, a criminal that the Horodin are searching for. Yes. Now, the individual themselves appears to be Horodin with some superficial differences between them, but nonetheless, they are Horodin as well. From it could, it could be just slight differences to where they may come from, whatever planets that their species may inhabit may change them some just slightly uh, physiologically. There could be a great deal of differences. Hard to know. Uh, early Starfleet thought Vulcan and Romulans were the same thing for a while. That's mm, very true. Um, Mr. Locke, uh, do we... He takes a moment. We went through all of that with the Herosian, and we're still getting, well, treated as such. Do you think that this could be some kind of rogue faction or something completely unrelated to whatever the main way or lifestyle of the Herosian could be? I honestly don't know, Commander. The only thing I do know is when they asked me if I'd seen that individual, I said no, because I hadn't at that time. And our current situation with the Herogen, for better or for worse, with how it happened, we are considered predators, for lack of a better word. Or at least on them as well. Footing, yes. Allies, I guess. Mm. Um, and Whenever the Herogen constitute allies. Now, if, Mr. Locke, if I... um, a bit of a more personal turn to this question. I apologize. Um, are you comfortable handling this, considering the small incident that we had in the holodeck uh, sometime prior? I think nothing more of it, Commander. I am fully capable of doing my duties. If there is nothing else, we may continue this conversation. Right. Hmm. I'm sorry for the interruption. Captain, with the situation we're in with the Herogen, if we are to house this individual for whatever sake, I don't know what transpired on the shuttle, but we Mm. should notify them as soon as we may. Otherwise, it may look detrimental on us. Hmm. I might be leaning towards seeing what this individual is about before we hand them over to the Herogen. We don't know much about their justice system or what they, what constitutes criminal for them. Anyways, Captain, that's the updated situation from my point of view here. With uh, Drake and Seraph on the shuttle, perhaps they may know a little more. And he nods and stands up, sort of looking like he's a bit lost in plot. And he walks back out of the ready room. And by now, I would assume probably the Seraph has made his way to the bridge. So. All right. Uh, then Seraph, having no orders to the contrary, has taken over command of the bridge in the absence of the remaining command crew awaiting the yes. return of the captain and commander from the ready room. 
Yes. Mr. Seraf? Seraf stands from the command chair. Captain. I see that uh, our intruder has uh, not done you any worse for wear. That's good to know. Merely some superficial aesthetic damage, Captain. And were you able to glean anything from him? Did he say anything to you or Mr. Drake? Very little, Captain, except to express fear of the Herogen, which seems rational, mm -hmm. and suspicion of us, given that we are allies of the Herogen. I believe that speaking with him further may yield positive results. Yeah, so do I. Very well. I think we should talk with our guest then. Very well, Captain. Hmm. Would you like me to be present? Yes, I would. Mr. Locke, Mr. Seraph, come with me. Mr. Gill, stay here. I want, uh, I want scans done on the surrounding area. I understand that there is a Herogen ship at that station. See to it that it's still there. Understood. I will also try to see that nobody is around us as well. And make Definitely. sure you check on Mr. Mirren and his repairs as well at some point. Unknowing of all of the circumstances, tap yes. my badge uh, and communicate directly to Seraph. Okay. Seraph here. Uh, Seraph, uh, may we meet? Give an opportunity right now to meet and discuss a uh, discrepancy of notice. Yes, Commander. I am on my way to Brig 3. Let us meet at the secure area near the security center, and we can discuss previous to me joining the interrogation of our guest. Thank you. All right, so everyone uh, moves on to the brig then. I'll just tell you quickly, Gil, you uh, head over to like this the, the op station and do a quick scan, and there is indeed a Herogen ship in this system. Uh, it's distanced away from the station the same way that Voyager was required to. But it's definitely Herogen. You recognize it from the last time you ran into them. Uh, the rest of us proceed to the brig, and our guest is basically in the same position Locke found it, saw him last time. He's sort of just sitting on the bed and just very still, kind of staring at the floor. And upon the three of you walking in, or three of us, I should say, walking in, he, he, he raises his eyes a little bit and sort of stares at us just sort of blankly. And, uh, and Quinn approaches the force field ever so slightly. <laughs> My name is Captain Ulysses Quinn. I am the commanding officer of the USS Voyager. And you are? And the individual stares at him for a second. I am Tridane. I am a member of, this, of a species that in your tongue would be called the Reskil. I don't know what reports you know of me at the moment, although I am aware that you have made contact with your allies, the Horogen, and that they are searching for me. I can tell you that I am no criminal, but that they desire me simply for a secret. And Quinn nods slowly. So it was uh, Tredane? That's correct. According to the information that we have, you are considered a criminal. So what's, what's to stop us from handing you over? The safety of this sector, and perhaps even the Quadrant. What impact would that have on us? We're just passing through. 
I know that you have probably had some sort of engagement with the Herogen. I know how their species works. For them to consider you allies, you must have participated in a hunt. They are dangerous creatures. We can at least agree on that. The secret that I have will make them even more dangerous. Well, they're warlike, yes. I wouldn't necessarily say dangerous. He shrugs. To each his own. Now, are you not a Herogen yourself? You look almost exactly like them. In some ways, and in other ways, completely different. We are what you might call an offshoot. I see. Okay, and I'll come back to you in a second, switching yep. over to Mirren and Seraph. Oh, pear! Oh my god. And wipe. All right, so we're, in, we're, in, we're, in the, we're in the security room <laughs> that leads towards the brig section. Okay. Uh, and wait for the door to close behind us, and then I turn to Commander Mirren. Yes, Commander, what can I do for you? Uh, thank you, Seraph. Um, I just wanted to to give you an update as I inspected the equipment off of the same craft that you arrived in and while none of the equipment has necessarily been tampered with or altered that I can tell there's some kind of residual energy signature that I don't recognize and I figure your expertise would be probably the right call for this curious is there a particular system that this residual energy is particularly affecting? Sensory systems, like some kind of, I don't know, residue of a cloaking device of some kind or mechanism that I can't fully seem to explain. Ah, interesting. The individual in question may well have been employing some sort of personal cloak. But I wonder if this is not a symptom of some larger technological operation in our vicinity of which we are not aware. Yeah, because he doesn't have that on him right now, does he? I wonder. It may well be integrated into and Seraph gestures towards the control deck, mm -hmm. which he has is still holding having carried it with him from when he picked it up behind uh, the individual when he dropped it. Perhaps an investigation of this device will yield more answers. Mm. And if you don't mind, Seraph. Uh, Seraph hands it to Mirren. Well, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to go continue to investigate this specifically. I don't believe I'm going to be much use in an interrogation. Very good. Let me know of any progress or anything that requires my attention. And before we get back to the conversation in, in the brig, I'll have Mirren roll something to sort of represent uh. his time studying the device. Engineering and uh, reason or insight. Okay, two successes. So I'll come back to I'll come back to your findings in a yep. in a moment. So then, as that conversation's happening, um, we'll assume that the conversation with Tredane had begun, and Seraph eventually mm -hmm. walks in at some point. So Tredane, what is this mm -hmm. supposed secret that will save this whole quadrant and sector? And he he looks at you, and he looks back at Quinn for a second. You trust this individual, yes? 
and Quinn, Quinn nods. Every member of this crew I trust intimately. There's nothing that you can share with me that you can't share with them. They'd know anyways. Very well. I will cut straight to the point, because time is not our ally. I am a, what you might call a weapons research scientist. My people are at, war is not the right word, but conflict with the Herogen, as well as others. We have recently developed a, a device that is what you might call a bomb, but mm. it is more, most likely more powerful than anything that you have encountered. I did a, he points to his wrist now, of course, a void of his little device. I did a quick scan of your ship, saw some unencrypted uh, sensor logs and data logs, things like that. I'm quite sure that its firepower is beyond most of what you have encountered, unless, of course, some of your hidden logs have other information. I also understand that you are, if not fully utilizing, then familiar with cloaking technology. You are no, undoubtedly familiar with the Herogen's cloaks. We have encountered them, yes. Yes. The Herogen stole this technology from us. And their cloaks are significantly inferior to ours. Continue. This device is located nearby. It is under heavy cloak. Uh, one such that the Herogen do not know how to pierce. Not precisely. There are a few people who know exactly the location of this, of this device and how to activate it. I am one such individual. So, to understand this correctly, you're saying you brought a bomb onto Voyager. No, the bomb is not here. It is much, much too big for this ship. It is in a star system nearby. So what is the concern that the that you have with the Herogen acquiring such a device? And he, he squints at you like you asked him a really weird question. Mm, the Herogen are hunters. They hunt and destroy those they feel are inferior. If they get their hand from such a device, their quest, if you will, will become that much easier. It will be destructive. Billions will die. Instantly. Others will simply surrender to the Herogen. Their empire will grow at a uncontrollable rate. So why would you create such a device then, if it causes such massive destruction? That is a interesting question. And I, myself, I think will have to struggle with that one. But the point is, the Herogen have labeled me a criminal, and are chasing me. I thought I had lost them, but clearly they found me on that train station. I, it is regrettable that I had to bring you into this conflict, but your shuttle was an easy one to hide in, and one I knew I could not be detected on. My hope had been to overpower your shuttle crew, and by now Seraph, of course, having walked in, but uh, they proved more resilient than I thought. Seraph gives the, the slightest fraction of a nod. Given that you were unsuccessful in that effort, it seems that you still desire something of us. My plan had been to hijack your shuttle, proceed to this, these coordinates, and deactivate the device before the Herogen could find me. Then my codes would be useless. The device would be inept, potentially even self-imploded. However, since that is not the case, I would request of you that you travel to the coordinates 
and together we might be able to disable the device together before the Herosian discover it. Does that mean that you know the exact coordinates at which we must arrive? I do, but the bomb is in a limited orbit. Does that mean that you know the exact coordinates or that you know a range of coordinates in which it may be? I know the exact coordinates from which I set it up. There is only a very small range of coordinates it couldn't be in. Finding the device will not be our main issue. What then do you believe to be our main issue? Keeping the device away from the Herogen. It is possible they have already detected my presence on this ship. Uh, Seraph... And this is not the only ship searching for me. In-game, Seraph turns towards Captain Quinn and Lieutenant Locke. Captain, I believe that it poses us no danger to at least investigate this claim. If it is true, and there is a weapon of great destructive power and potential that could change the political and social balance in this quadrant towards the Herogen, it is reasonable that we should try and avoid them getting their hands on it. They do not strike me as benevolent rulers. And yet we find ourselves in yet another interference. Well, Captain, if something like this does indeed exist, we can't allow it to do so. But at the same time, I have to wonder if us interfering interferes with the whole integrity of this sector that we're in and this quadrant. We're just, we're just a passers-through of the Delta Quadrants. We don't live here. I have to disagree with that, Lieutenant. Although, yes, we do not intend to make our personal residence here, the Federation's remit does not stop at the borders of the Alpha Quadrant. Mm. We are still no. duty-bound, honor-bound, to try and make things better wherever we go. I don't see the harm in at least taking a look. Mr. Tredane, was it? You will provide these exact coordinates to my science officer, and we will investigate your claim. For now, we will we will keep you in this brig here under watch. Um, if there is something sustenance-wise that, that you desire, we can provide that for you. And the creature just shakes his head. Not in the slightest. And, uh, he, he, uh, holds out his hands and says, If you give me some sort of device to write the coordinates on, I will do so. Mr. Locke, lower the false field. I, uh, before I do, I signal to the, uh, security staff and just get them ready for anything that may happen. I, I, Captain, and then I, uh, signal for one of them to lower the force field. He types in very, very quickly into this data pad a whole string of numbers. Uh, in like the matter of like four seconds, and then hands it back to you. I put in the exact coordinates where the bomb was initially placed, and the range of coordinates that it could have drifted to. Ah, uh, very good. It should be no difficulty for our navigation computer to decipher these coordinates. It is only a few systems away from here, I believe, Captain. Time estimation? Less than 30 minutes. Very well. Quinn to Commander Gill. Yes, Captain. Mr. Seraph is going to send uh, coordinates to the nav computer. Have Helm uh, proceed to the star system, warp 7. Understood, Captain. So Seraph, Gil, Locke, uh, Drakes, and Sipe 
And Quinn are back on the bridge. Mirren, you've probably uh, retreated to you know your comfiest uh, workbench to analyze this um, uh, console. And you got two successes. The world was a little while ago, but you got two successes. Um, some of the machinery here is, quite frankly, a little bit beyond uh, anything that you're familiar with. Right. Um, and you are a little bit afraid of tampering too much with it because you don't want to like have it explode or take a wire out that like just completely disables everything. Right. But from what you can gather, um, this is one of the most advanced portable uh, computer systems you've ever seen. The range on it is absolutely insane. Um, obviously, if the if well, you, I guess you weren't previous to the conversation, but if this guy apparently, uh, you know, claimed to have scanned Voyager's logs from the shuttlecraft on a little handheld device, that's quite impressive. Right. Uh, c considering that the shields were up, probably. Um, uh, Nathan, would you say this uh, portable computer is Alienware? Uh, All right, I'm uh, done for the night. See you. Yeah, you we're done here. We got we're out. <laughs> the uh, the device is a little smaller than like the data pads you use to like take notes on, let alone the tricorders that you actually use to scan so, or like, anything like that. This is the equivalent of like a of a smartphone in like the 90s to us, basically. Like yeah, yeah, not yeah, not millennia ahead or anything, but they're they're decades ahead of of Starfleet. At least in this regard, mm. right? So, so uh, then... you do ma Oh, sorry. Do you no, do manage to? Uh, so, you do so manage to reverse uh, engineers it and patents everything. Yes, <laughs> he's filthy rich when he gets back to Earth. Too bad <laughs> money's been uh, uh, phased out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but fame hasn't. Aha. Yeah, you only get paid in exposure in Starfleet. That's true. Awkward. Ah, yeah. So you're completely naked. Anyways. I thought maybe uh, his color balance was way <laughs> off. Mm. Uh, um, using the residue of the energy signature that you found, you sort of backtrace it to confirm that this device is also was also acting as some, some sort of personal cloak. Um, now, when you encountered the Herogen last time, Seraph managed to devise a, uh, a basically a tracker system that was able to sort of see through them even when cloaked. Um, so all the tricorders and scanners and so on have been corrected in that way since, and right. yet Drake's scan still didn't pick him up. Proving his claim so. about his uh, cloaking devices being superior to the Herogens. All right. So in character, um, Mirin, as he's like I don't know, taking apart, like opening up the accessible parts of it and yes. doing anything non-damaging. Would be in, on his workbench taking diagrams um, yes. of every bit he can, as far as he can break it open. But having noticed that he can't really progress too much with this technology without risking its destruction, he then mm -hmm. tries to use it for himself. Okay, so what do you do? You kind of strap on your wrist and try to push a, a few buttons. Pretty much, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the the buttons feel really weird to you. Get sort of like a little shock from them. Not like really harsh, but just like if you went down a slide mm -hmm. and there was like a little staticky thing. Right. Um, so you try pushing a whole bunch of combinations. Um, but uh, as far as you can tell, nothing's nothing is happening. At least not to your knowledge. 
So. Meanwhile, you've turned all the lights on the bridge on and off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Who's doing that? So th this is the this is a little handheld device we took off the person, right? That's right. Yes. Okay. All right. There is some sense of feedback because, like, little like alien text is coming up on the little monitor, right? And then and then disappearing. And there's like like you can tell you you are pushing the buttons like they are buttons. But you don't like something turn invisible or fire a, a, a laser out of it or something. So. With, an, with an obvious look of disappointment, <laughs> hearing uh, attempt to like record some of the text that comes up, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna communicate or I'm gonna send a message directly to uh, Quinn. Like I'm gonna tap my badge for Quinn okay. directly. Okay. Quinn here. Uh, Captain. Um, can I get a brief update on the situation with our passenger? Uh, yes, I'll keep it very brief. We are currently in uh, warp, Mr. Mirren, towards a uncharted star system. We are on the lookout for a very dangerous explosive device uh, that Tredane claims the Herogen are after. In character, a long <laughs> pause of silence. Um... Okay, that's a lot to take in. Uh, are we on good terms with our passenger? He's been cooperative so far. Alright, well, do I have permission to converse and liaise with him on his technology while we head towards this weapon of mass destruction? Yes, Mr. Mirren, you have my permission as long as you keep a couple of security guards in the room with you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Quinn out. Oh, okay. As Mirian walks to towards the rig, uh, he's gonna pay. He's gonna tap into Seraph again and ask for the very thorough update on everything. <laughs> Seraph here. In game, Seraph gives you a much more in-depth update on everything that's happened to this point, paying special attention to anything of a technical nature that you might be interested in. As Amazing. you walk. <laughs> that is significantly above par. Um, Seraph, we've, you, you do realize that we've already made ourselves targets of the Herogen simply by taking in this information, right? Yes, Commander. I believe that this is in fact the case. Uh, how come we didn't send like a shuttle instead of the entire ship in case we're followed? I suspect that when we arrive at the system, we will need the firepower and protection abilities that the entire Voyager affords us. Sending a shuttlecraft is likely only to lose us a few crewmen. I sincerely hope that's not the case. But Agreed. I Anyways, uh, we'll time skip to Voyager arriving. The trip there is uneventful. Uh, we drop out of warp, and uh, Voyager uh, proceeds... Uh, Sort of, to, sort of heading towards these coordinates. And as as we arrive in the system, uh, Seraph turns from his ops console towards the captain. Captain, two pieces of pertinent information. Yes, Mr. Seraph. The first is that we have arrived successfully. The second is that it appears another ship has done so as well. A sensor sweep, Mr. Seraph. What kind of ship is it? Already underway, Captain. But I believe we are able to conclude from the initial scans that it is Herogen in nature. Captain, we are being hailed. On screen. Channel opening, Captain. 
And of course, on the view screen, you're again greeted with one of the sort of face-plated, I almost covered my mouth and then realized it couldn't be heard, uh, one of these face-plated uh, reptilian creatures that you are all too familiar with now. And the creature sort of just squints at all of you on the bridge. Uh, the human vessel, uh, trusted allies. What brings you to this undocumented and relatively unimportant star system? Ah, Herogen Vessel, we might ask you the same question. Mm, we are here on survey duty. Ah, a survey mission, of course. Well, you are free to uh, carry on. I believe this, this system is not under your direct jurisdiction. And so, as explorers ourselves, we are simply here uh, studying the um, solar radiation of the star. I see. Well then, best of luck in your studies. And he cuts communication. Well, gentlemen, I would like all senior staff in the conference room immediately. And then you just hear Locke from the conference room. Already there, Captain. <laughs> I was gonna make the same Sight joke. Sight to sight transport. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no that that in game surf looks up from the conference character. table as yes. Locke locks in. <laughs> oh, Quinn, Quinn, Quinn turns around to say all senior staff and everyone's gone. Watching <laughs> in the conference room and they're all sitting around the table. What took you well, so long? Well, Captain. <laughs> We're, we're, we're facing away from him, and the door opens. We all simultaneously turn our chairs around. <laughs> we just, like, stare at him. I have, I have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> we hit a loading zone, and everybody de-loaded de from the area, and then reloaded into... What's the matter, Because that's just the next part. Is this not good service? Oh. Wait, does that mean the only real person is the captain? He'll transition between loading zones. Mm. <laughs> Is this like that creepy Sherlock Holmes game where Watson keeps teleporting? He's always just <laughs> ten feet behind you. They didn't fix. They didn't fix the walk in that. Is the issue. Yeah. <laughs> it never made him capable anyway. of walking, so he would just suddenly appear at your elbow. Okay, everyone is okay. So, anyways, uh, anyways, that does not happen. I'm assuming. So, uh, no, of scene, course not. Scene transition. Uh, I don't those, know. Uh, I think it's Ken. <laughs> senior staff. Senior staff uh, who are available are now in the conference room. Of course, Drake is still out with uh, with a head oh, injury, yeah. and Doctor Alexa is treating him. So, Hooray. there we go. Right. <laughs> so, Doctor Alexa is sipping a pina colada on the holiday. I mean, whatever. I mean, Anyways. honestly, we get injured so many times during these adventures. I'm surprised she's not up to her neck every day yeah with work like maybe she is people. maybe that's i why walk into a door she's always too busy to make it to the bridge i cut my hand open how'd you do that <laughs> i was walking down the hallway <laughs> i opened a jar of peanut butter why don't I'm you sorry. Just use your hypo spray band <laughs> it's a plastic jar oh. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so Quinn, Quinn, the rest of you are now in the conference room seated. So there'll be the five of you, I suppose. And uh, Quinn is uh, looking pensive. He's leaning back a little bit in his chair, kind of looking pensive as his hands, as you've seen him before when he's uh, a bit concerned about something or lost in thought. Well, gentlemen, I think we can safely jump to the conclusion that the Horogen are definitely not here for a typical uh, survey mission. 
The only thing I think they are surveying is the location of this device. That seems like a reasonable conclusion to me, Captain. Chances are very good that we are now in a race with them to discover the location of this device and disable it before they can take hold of it. Yeah, but uh, I feel like any attempt to now decloak the device will alert the Herogen, and our last confrontation with them did not end particularly well for us. Just so, Captain. Although I have some thoughts in that direction. The thing that proved most disastrous was their ability to disable our systems remotely. If we were to make an appropriate countermeasure, we might be able to stand up to them. Hmm. And Quinn sighs deeply. Very well. I think we have three tasks at hand, then. Wait, 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 wait. Of we course. are not movie stars. We are an exploration vessel against an entire army attempting to stop them from doing something far beyond both our comprehension and our capabilities. I just don't think it's wise. Although we may not be movie stars, I do not believe that an act of aggression and violence is beyond our comprehension, nor do I think that the Herogen are beyond our abilities. They may have technology we are unfamiliar with, but I do not think that there is anything insurmountable about it. Hence, what Mr. Seraph was saying earlier, if we can come up with a countermeasure against whatever they had done before, with some clever ingenuity from yourself, we could potentially stand our ground if we really had to come to that. Which, hopefully, even though based on our past track record, it seems likely, potentially we could avoid it this time, considering they see us on equal footing. I appreciate everything you've said, Mr. Mirren. Yes, I am taking those thoughts into account as well, Mr. Mirren. Your advice is not unheard. Gentlemen, uh, I know time is probably not our ally, so I think we're going to have to split our resources here. This is what I want you to do. Mr. Seraph, I want you, potentially working with our guest, uh, I, I, we need to find this bomb and we need to find some way of disabling it, the cloak and the device itself. Very well, Captain. Mr. Locke, Mr. Mirren, we need a countermeasure to this disabler beam that the Herogen can use. If it does come to confrontation, we can't have our systems offline. Captain, may I interject one final time? Quinn shrugs. Um, I do have see, I do have senior staff among, underneath me who could assist Locke, but I think we might be able to find a way to apply this device and use the cloaking to our advantage while the Herogen are circling around us. I just need the opportunity to talk with the passenger, and maybe I can devise something. All right, Mr. Mirren, but you're going to have to make it brief. I don't know how much time we have. I genuinely understand. I'll do my absolute best. Mr. Gill, I have a potentially dangerous uh, assignment for you. Everything that you have ever given me has been dangerous, Captain. This is no exception. He gives you sort of a knowing smile. Mr. Gill, um, we need to make sure the Herogen are totally in the dark about what we're doing. We need, um, for better, for better, lack of a better word, a distraction. We need to run interference. Okay. You're, you're gonna have to come up with that distraction, and soon. 
I'll get on it now, Captain. Alright, gentlemen. Let's get to work. Hey, this is Nathaniel Kiefer, writer, GM, and producer of Voyager Done Right. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Hey, if you liked what you heard today, then you can do me two big favors. Number one, keep on listening. New content every week. And number two, tell your friends and get them to start listening right now. If you want to chat with us, you can drop us a line on Twitter or join our Discord server. Those links are in the description, and I promise to get back to you in a reasonable time. Say, three to five years? And if you really like what you hear, you can check out our Patreon page. Nathaniel Kiefer Swimming Pool Construction Fund thanks you in advance for your time. Music from bensound.com and the cast of Voyager Done Right includes myself, Nathaniel Kiefer, as Captain Ulysses Quinn, Richard Jellison as Commander Edison Gill, Christopher Kiefer as Lieutenant Commander Seraph, Jordan Wood as Lieutenant Commander Miran Oka, Kirk Dawson as Lieutenant Leon Locke, and Thomas Hyde as Lieutenant Junior Grade Wallace Drake. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time.